You're listening to Bloom in Tech with David Bloom. This podcast sponsored by Fabric Media in Venice, California. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is David Bloom, your host to Bloom in Tech, our regular conversation about all the wackiness and nuttiness that's going on out in that world and the collision between entertainment, media, and technology. Very glad to be back. I've been gone for a little while. I've been busy moving my life from North Hollywood to Santa Monica, but more importantly, changing it all around. This past couple of weeks, I lost a lot of weight. I mean, literally tons of weight. I moved in with my girlfriend of the past two and a half years. Yes, thank you, thank you. Along the way, I dispensed with most of the furniture, housewares, personal belongings, and general stuff that I'd inexplicably but inexorably managed to accrete over the years. Most notably, I gave away a couple of thousand CDs, 400 DVDs, 300 cassette tapes. Yes, cassette tapes. A few hundred books. I know, I know, all you book lovers out there, but they're still out there. I still have some. And a couple of dozen video games. I kept some treasures, no doubt about it. Many of them heirlooms from beloved ancestors, even books by or about one of them. And I still have an insanely large number of blank notebooks, art supplies, and things to write upon, write with, draw with, etc., etc., But after years of gathering and tucking away stuff, especially media and tech gadgets of all kinds, I went full KonMari. I am now fully embracing a pretty much digital-only life. And along the way, let me give a shout-out on this move to actor, emerging influencer, social media consultant Brandon Kappen for some timely help at the end of my seemingly endless process of dispensing with most of my belongings and getting the last few of them into a pickup truck. As I survey the remarkably more wide-open landscape of my life, however, I'm starting to wonder how our interactions with others will evolve as more of us do as I did, whether uh, Marie Kondo or some other uh, motivating influence leads them to do so, as we dispose of the physical markers of our taste, culture, and interests. And, of course, the younger generation of folks out there are far less likely to have anything to begin with. I had lunch with a friend who was in town a couple of days ago, and our waitress was 23 or so. And I told Kent about what I had done, and he took the uh, opportunity to interview the waitress about her holdings. In talking with the waitress, he asked her if she had any DVDs, zero. If she had any CDs, zero. She had books. She had a few and enjoys reading books, but doesn't have a lot of them, doesn't get magazines. And she is, in fact, not unusual for people her age. But it makes me wonder, how are we going to discover what everyone else cares about and what we care about when it's all up in the etherwebs? For instance, how are you going to subtly show how smart you are to that cute human of your specific gender and phenotypical preferences while reading on your cell phone or iPad? You won't be able to triangulate the party host's music and film interests from the spines of their media holdings. Oh, you have the replacements? I love the mats. Swapping Spotify playlists just isn't quite the same. Yes, I feel a lot lighter, both metaphorically and physically. By the way, the arduous process of moving numerous truckloads of stuff to Goodwill and many bagloads more to the dumpster has me down to my lowest weight in many years. I look good. And I can sip daily from endless gushing fountains of content of nearly every sort. I don't have to dig it out of a bookshelf or a bin. Even better, I don't have to move those bins and shelves anymore the next time I go to another place, though. I'm quite happy to be where I am and hope I don't have to move anytime soon. My back is very happy about that, if not about everything else I did to it the past couple of weeks. The price, either what I consider dirt-cheap subscriptions or, in many cases, 
nothing at all. Want to watch a movie or TV show? I've not watched much broadcast TV in recent years except for live sports, but I've had Netflix and Amazon Prime for years. My girlfriend has Hulu, HBO, and Showtime. I have more video than I can watch. Music? Wading through those 2,000 unalphabetized CDs was ridiculous. Apple Music and Spotify make it easy for me to discover or rediscover artists on a near-daily basis, a source of really, truly great joy. I can also stream live radio like Santa Monica's influential public station, KCRW-FM. I strongly recommend you check them out at kcrw.com. They have a lot of wonderful podcasts as well as a wonderfully adventurous array of music available in between their public affairs programming. And you throw in podcasts, you know, like Bloomin' Tech. And there's lots to listen to. If I want to read, well, and I do, I have a surfeit of options there too. Amazon Prime gives away a book a month, plus other deals. Apple Books has pretty much everything too, and its own deals. And News Plus is working for me, if not for many publishers, we understand from reports this week. BookBub, another service I strongly recommend, spotlights daily deals in my preferred genres on all the big book services, including occasional free ones. And of course, there are libraries, beloved libraries, that provide lots and lots of free digital content these days, like the audiobooks and ebooks I borrow through Libby, their app created by Overdrive, or the indie and foreign films I can watch on Canopy. That's Canopy with a K. And video games, as I've written previously, we're about to get the kind of land rush in streaming game services that we've seen in video over the last couple of years and we'll continue to see. I'm looking forward to Apple's arcade service, but Google, Steam, Microsoft, and others are providing a lot of options here too. Importantly, however, all of these services do a poor job of sharing, though Spotify and Apple Music playlists notwithstanding, and signaling what we care about to others. So why does this matter? Because one crucial part of culture is that it is shared. Yes, we can talk about what we like on social media, but that's scattered, has no direct connection to our specific passions often, and isn't always accessible to everyone. More importantly, now more than ever, we are fracturing across multiple platforms. Some people inexplicably still use Facebook, others tweet a lot or permanently reside on Instagram. Snapchat leaves no trace for teens trying to get a job or a college admission, and TikTok entrances the tweens. Try to find what your friend likes, and it's a little bit difficult to figure out, or that new person that's sort of interesting and you're trying to learn more about them. You can't really tell which musical things they're into or what their best movie is, except maybe on a dating site, and that's a whole different conversation. Maybe all this resolves in a few years when we're more fully ensconced in virtual and augmented reality spaces like the metaverse of Ready Player One and the dreams of Fortnite's publisher to do the same thing with his first step there in that video game slash social media site. Whenever we get there, we'll be able to highlight in digital form our favorite books, collections of music and art, or feature-length and episodic videos. I don't know that we'll even have what's called, quote, TV or, quote, movies by then, but it's fun to speculate. In the meantime, as more of us go fully digital, we're likely to be more connected to some faraway online friend than the people we meet at a party, on the subway, or at a park or cafe. We're losing something, perhaps something ineffable, but I think still meaningful, at least for now. I hope we get it back. I really want to talk to that dude about the replacements. 
So that's my show. I'm sorry I've been gone a while, but this move thing really ate my lunch and quite a bit else. But I'm here now and back, and I hope to roll out a few more episodes in short order here around the 4th of July holiday. I hope you're doing well and have a safe and fun and relaxing few days where you can hang out with people you care about. I'm going to do the same, and I'm very grateful. This is David Bloom for Bloom and Tech, over and out. You've been listening to Bloom in Tech. I am your host, David Bloom. Thanks so much. And our podcast has been sponsored in this episode by Fabric Media in Venice, California. Take care, everyone. Thank you.